Hey, hi, and hello to any and everyone listening. I am Kirby Lynn, and this is Dear Self. This is a podcast where I share my most personal thoughts and experiences involving topics that are relatable AF, and today we are discussing chasing our dreams and fulfilling our purpose. All right, and we are back for another week of Dear Self. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Before we dive into today's topic, I do just want to say continue to stay safe out there. I know that they are reopening certain places and we are getting ready to be off of quarantine, Um, but just use your best judgment when out in these streets. Stay sanitized and just stay smart. So, Um, diving into today's topic, we are discussing chasing our dreams and fulfilling our purpose. When it comes to pursuing your dreams, it can be hard getting started. It can be hard trying to figure out what your next step is. It can be hard to stay motivated. There are many struggles that you will embrace when it comes to really fulfilling your actual purpose in your lifetime because we all have this destined part of ourself that is just waiting to be unlocked so that we can use our better self for a higher purpose. Um, but it takes a lot of personal work to kind of get to, you know, the ideal of where you need to be in order to receive um, your true self and understand your true self. So, I'm just going to kind of talk about my journey and offer some encouragement to my young creatives and entrepreneurs and boss babes and, you know, all of us that are really just striving to be more than just like a nine to five, not knocking a nine to five. Like if that's your thing, that's your thing. Um, But it's not mine. And that's why I'm choosing to speak on it. Um, Something that I have always struggled with is explaining to other people what it is that I actually want to do in this lifetime of mine. Um, And especially when it comes to like, you know, a career or a livelihood. And this goes all the way back to college. I remember, I remember entering college, not really sure what I wanted to do. I know at some point in my life, I had thought about being a teacher at one point. Um, But that was like in high school or when I was younger and would play with like my dolls and line them up and be a be a teacher and have my students. You know, those are like one of my childhood dreams. But when it came to me getting older and being in high school and getting close to graduation and applying for colleges and getting accepted and then deciding where I'm going to go. I just remember entering college And just not knowing what it was exactly that I wanted to do. I honestly didn't have a true passion for anything. I was good at a lot of things. um, But when it came to like something that I was like, oh, this is like my dream job. This is what I want to do. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I even remember being in like some orientation and being asked to kind of choose, you know, what's going to be your major Um, And I just remember watching everyone just confidently go to their little major that was labeled on like a little, you know, labelized, 
you know, placeholder of like, come stand here if this is what you want to do. And I just remember everyone going there so confidently. And I was just kind of like, uh, in my head debating, okay, that sounds, that sounds, okay, I could do that. Okay, I can do that. Oh, okay, I can do that. And then it, it essentially led, led me to mass communications because I just felt like speech and public speaking and stuff like that were always things that I'd never mind, never minded doing. Um, and I was good at it. And so that is how I chose my major. And I just remember even in school, like my major was mass communications. I initially wanted to go into, uh, news broadcasting, but it's, it's almost one of those things where it's like, you just kind of say, that's what you're going to do. So you just have to stick to it. Um, but even towards graduation, I was like, is this something that I really want to do? Because I was in this major with people that were genuinely passionate about this. And I was, I felt like I was just good at it. And I, the passion just wasn't there for me. Um, and then graduating, getting thrown into the real world, trying to find a job. The job I ended up finding was not even in my major. You know, it was something completely different. And so bringing me to my first point of it can be hard when trying to figure out what your next step is going to be when it comes to really stepping into where you're meant to be and fulfilling your purpose. And I'm just saying this from experience, do not get caught up in trying to have an answer for every step. A play-by-play literally doesn't exist. And I became less stressed when I accepted that. And I became okay with my answer being to that question. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I don't know what I'm going to do with my degree. I don't know where I want to go with pursuing my MBA. I don't know what I'm going to do with this job that I'm currently in and trying to figure out. It's okay to not know. And it's okay to not have an answer to provide. I became more in tune with myself when I stopped trying to have an answer for everyone else. And when it comes to something like a dream or a passion of yours, usually it's not something that you just know how it's going to go. It's usually something that kind of speaks to you. Um, something or maybe that you're talented, you're, you're good at something and you kind of want to expand on it or work on it or whatever. It's usually not something that you just woke up and knew you were going to do. It's usually something that kind of just comes to mind and then it takes courage and it takes, um, resilience and determination to kind of get to where you want to be. So stop trying to have an answer for everyone and just do you. Because even with all of the stress of trying to figure out what my next move was, it never even prepared me for what actually happened after school. So what happened after school was I got a job, had nothing to do with what I went to school for, which is usually how it goes nine times out of 10. And I hated it. I hated it. I feel like the only great thing that came out of that work experience was me understanding that I am not meant to be behind a desk at a nine to five job. That's not where I'm meant to be. Now, not saying that that may, that may not be a stepping stone. That may be a stepping stone for me, but I just knew from that experience 
that's not what's going to fulfill me. That's not what's going to bring me genuine, genuine happiness. Working for someone else or working for other people or with people that don't really fall in line with who you are as a person, who don't really even know your true talents and your potential that just kind of like minimize you to your job description. Um, you know, it's, it's being in environments like that where I just, I was like, I'm not going to thrive here. I'm not going to grow here. This is a place where I'm going to feel stuck. And this isn't even really what I want to do, which led to me quitting. So a little side story here, which hopefully it ties into the points that I'm trying to make. Um, I had a job that was extremely toxic and was not going to help me really grow and reach the full potential that I know that I can reach to. It was something that I was good at. Again, like being comfortable doing things that you're good at will not really get you to where you need to be. It won't help you be great. You have to step out of your comfort zone. And one day I was at this job and I was sitting at my desk. And that day I remember I had came in with an attitude. I did not want to be there. And I sat there and said, you know what? Today is actually my last day. Today is actually my last day. I'm actually going to go ahead and resign. And this will be effective immediately, like tomorrow. I think the only reason I waited till tomorrow was because management wasn't there or something. And of course, I want to be, you know, somewhat, somewhat professional. But it, it took me really just taking a risk on myself and saying, you're not happy here. This isn't fulfilling you. You don't even know what you want to do in this lifetime right now, but you know it's not this. And I was afraid that if I stayed complacent in that in that place where I knew was not even good for me to thrive, if I stayed there waiting on something to figure itself out or waiting on another opportunity to present itself, I was going to be miserable. And I was actually going to miss out on whatever it is that I'm really sitting here being prepared for. And this is, this is a little side note. Like when you're holding on to things that are no longer serving you in your life, and you can apply this to any aspect of your life. For me, in this moment, it was a job. For you, it can be a job. It can be a relationship. It can be a friendship. It can be you holding you back from yourself, whatever it is. When you are afraid to let things go because you're not sure what your next move is going to be or how things are going to play out, when you let fear keep you complacent, you miss out on your callings and the things that you really want to do. I always think about that. I'm like, if I would have stayed there, how, how would things be right now? Would my life even be the same? And it took me being confident in myself and my talents enough to say, this is no longer serving me and I'm going to walk away. I have no backup plan. I have no plan B. I have no other opportunity lined up. I just know that I don't want to do this and it's not making me happy. So I'm going to leave. And when I left, I felt a sense of relief. I felt a sense of peace and calm because I knew that I was then going to step into something that was going to be more fulfilling to me, which ultimately led me to 
pursuing Dear Self. It had always been an idea, but I never really had time to just really be focused on it. But it's like once I let that go, it opened up more time to focus on that. It opened up more time to focus on grad school. And then I started to really piece together what is it that you really want to do? And that's the thing, like, for me, Dear Self is a part of me living in my purpose. And it's a scary place to be because you know that there's a bigger picture, right? You know that there is something waiting that is very rewarding at the end of this very long journey of yours. However, you just don't know how things are going to play out. And that's scary, It's hard to stay motivated, like I said in the beginning, because it's not easy. And that's the thing, too. If you have a dream or something that you're chasing, if you are on path to fulfilling your purpose, um, if you are working a nine to five and you have aspirations of working your way up or if you if your nine to five is not for you and you are on some entrepreneurial, you know, shit and you want to have your own stuff and work for yourself, the hardest part of all of these things is staying motivated because it's not going to come overnight. You know, this, this goal of just, I just want to be happy and successful. I feel like a lot of us do, but it's not going to happen overnight. And the moment that you accept that it becomes a little bit easier. You become a little more relaxed in yourself and confident that everything that you're doing is just preparation preparation, preparation, getting to the end result. I know the biggest thing that I struggle with when it comes to living in my purpose or trying to at least, um, staying motivated is one, but for me, it's, for me, it was getting started and, and staying consistent. Like that is my challenge because When you are first going to, I guess, put out there whatever it is that you're trying to do, there is a fear of failing. We all experience it. And like I said, no matter what your preference is or how you are um, kind of strategizing how you want your dream career or job or whatever to be, how you want your livelihood to be, your lifestyle, um, there is a fear of failing. And... Mostly I'm kind of speaking to some of us that are waiting to get started on something. Like, just do it. Just do it. Like, I don't think I would even have a podcast right now if I didn't just do it. And I had a friend tell me that advice. Um, and it it made complete sense. It's like, what are you actually waiting on? You know, it's not going to be perfect. Like, you know, it's not going to be perfect initially, but you also don't even know how it's going to go if it never gets out. So for me, it was getting started and and now it's staying consistent. There are going to be days where you're not your best. There are going to be days where you are feeling like you're on top of the world. But the key is to not switch up no matter what day it is. Like if it's a great day, cool. If it's a bad day, cool. Like you have to stay consistent and you have to stay um, focused on what your end result will be. Like for me with Dear Self, when I have moments where I feel like that wasn't my best, 
Um, if I allowed fear to take over, I would just be like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything this week. I'm just going to, I'll put it off, you know, and then now I've discouraged myself. So here's next week. And because I didn't push through last week, I've given myself an excuse and I'm going to continue to do the same thing. I'll just wait till next week. And then the issue with that is that you never get to where you need to be. I find that it's, it helps me more when I push through on the weeks where I feel like I'm not my best. When I feel like that's not my best and I still push through or I still put it out or I still do whatever. It's an opportunity for me to learn why I didn't feel that was my best and then how I'm going to apply it to the next episode or the next time that I edit a show or whatever that I'm going to do. You have to continuously work on whatever it is that you're trying to get to. And it's hard. We talked about last week, the, the whole, um, the outside noise, judgment from others. I mean, it's hard, especially when social media, as I said, it is, it runs our life. And a lot of us are stepping into, you know, wanting to be our own bosses, wanting to kind of have something to work on uh, and working for ourselves. I feel like all of us, especially my millennials, we're all stepping into that aspect that we want our own stuff. A lot of us don't really fit into what society has told us is like the normal thing to be a productive citizen in the world. You go get your degree, then you go out there and you work your nine to five. You get up early in the morning and you work all day and you go home and you take care of your family, then you do it all over again the next day. A lot of us don't fit into that. A lot of us are like, um, where's the traveling? Where is... Where is the free time to spend with my family during the day? Where are the family vacations? You know, where where are the things that you really want to do? Because you only have one life. You only have one life to live. And if you take nothing else from this episode, take that. You have one life to live. So why spend it doing something that you don't like doing? Or why spend it, um, you know, doing something that's not really giving any purpose or meaning to your life. Don't be afraid to step out of what is norm, the norm, the normal, because what that is is you kind of staying complacent and not stepping into what is for you. What's normal, quote unquote normal, it isn't for you. If you're someone that's like, you know, I have some shit I want to do and it does not fall in line with this, like, like act on that. That feeling isn't coming out of nowhere because that's the feeling I had the day that I chose to leave my toxic work environment and start my venture on focusing on Kirby and fulfilling her true purpose. Like if I would have stayed in that feeling, I would have never left. Act on it. It might feel impulsive. It might feel random, but I'm, I promise you it's, it's a true feeling. It's you speaking to you and you have to act on it. No matter what people will think, no matter what you, what you feel won't happen or whatever you're fearing is going to happen, go for it. If you're, if you're confident in yourself and we talk about self-love and self-esteem and all that, when you're confident in yourself, 
act on it and know that it's going to work in your favor. It's not going to be easy. It's not. If it was easy, then, you know, every single one of us would be doing it, but we aren't alike. Nobody is the same. We all have a different ending to our story. But my point is, if you want to get to the true ending, the ending that is going to be the most rewarding, the ending that is going to have you completely satisfied with the way that you've lived your life, it's going to be chasing your dreams and doing what's going to truly make you happy. What is it? When it comes to your livelihood, when it comes to a career, what is it that is going to literally have you motivated every day? What is it that you are actually going to enjoy doing? What is it? And once you figure out what it is, don't allow yourself to talk yourself out of it. Don't allow yourself to let fear stop you from doing it. Like I said, this is a very vulnerable place to be. Like, when I thought of having a podcast, I didn't I didn't think about um, the anxiety that came along with it. The fact that you're going to be completely vulnerable and just speaking on a microphone, how you feel about things and sharing it with the whole entire world, sharing it with people that are going to be like, you sound crazy, sharing it with people that are going to be like, I don't agree with that or she's trying to be this or she like, I mean, if you're entering a very judgmental space. I didn't consider that when I thought about this. It was just like, I just thought of the end goal. I just thought I want to help other people dealing with things I may be dealing with. I just want to share my perspective and experience and relieve somebody that's listening to this saying, okay, I am not alone. That's all I wanted. So that is the end goal. And that's, that's what helped me overcome the fear of putting it out. That's what helps me every week, overcoming the fear of being consistent, not being too hard on myself, not being too judgmental of me, and just knowing at the end of the day, there are going to be people that rock with it and there are going to be people that don't. Remind yourself that as well with whatever it is that you're pursuing, whatever it is. There are going to be people that like what you're doing and there are going to be people that don't. You can't play into thinking that way. Continue thinking about your end goal, end result. I'll wrap up this week's show with this. Understand that all of us, really all of us have a a, a true divine purpose in this lifetime. And... I feel like I've always known this about myself, but it took me to get to a certain point in my life to have a certain amount of courage and love for myself to say, what is it that's really going to allow you to unlock that purpose? I don't want to just live life to live it. I want my life to have meaning. And I feel like I'm doing a great job, but there's still so much more to do. So understand that your purpose starts with you you have to be you have to be curious to want to know what it is and then you have to figure out what in your life's going to lead you there especially when it comes to you having a business or anything that you want to put out there a podcast a business if you want to be a YouTube blogger, if you have a special talent or things that if you have a craft or something that you're working on that you know is going to bring you more happiness than working a nine to five. Um, Or 
even if a nine to five is what you want to do, you know, how can you unlock or unleash your true purpose in doing that? Whatever you're passionate about, that's what I'm saying. Whatever you're passionate about, whatever your passion is, work towards it and embrace the challenges that are going to come. Embrace the fear and the the anxiety that you're going to feel, but know that that is all fuel for you to, you know, bring forth your very best self. I feel like I'm my very best self when I'm nervous. I'm my very best self when I have a little bit of anxiety. It's because whatever it is means something to me and I, and I want it to be great or I want it to be successful. That's great energy and just feed off of it instead of letting it deter you or make you feel like you're not going to accomplish what you need to use it to fuel your fire and chase your dreams. Know that you will be successful. This week's note to self, when life hands you lemons, make whatever the fuck you want. It's your life. This is something that I literally tell myself anytime I have something come up that is trying to stop me from stepping into my true purpose. You're going to be given so many scenarios um, in this thing called life. So many obstacles that are going to try to get in the way of you really doing what it is that you want to do. Um, But just know no matter what the scenario is that life hands you, make the most out of it. Even right now with everything that's going on with the pandemic, you know, we've been handed some, some bruised up ugly lemons. But we are going to make something beautiful out of this madness. So remember that the next time you find yourself going through some shit, um, just take those bruised up lemons and make something beautiful. All right, so we're going to wrap up this week's episode with a Twitter fave. This week's tweet's going to come from at I am Carmen K. And she says, just launch the damn thing. You can make it perfect later. And I loved this because (laughs) this is like literally kind of the advice I had when it came to dear self and just putting it out there. If you allow yourself to give yourself a million reasons why you shouldn't put it out, you will really sit there and think of a million reasons why. Um, And the whole time, like, it's like time's just passing by. As Carmen said, just put it out there. Let go of the fear. Let go of the what ifs. And just do it. Just do it. Figure out a game plan. Get the specifics, whatever you are going to need to make this happen. And just do it. You know, if you have people around you that are supporting you, that's, that's the biggest battle is the support. Take that support, let it fuel you, and literally just put out whatever it is. Um, and if you were like me, because one thing, one thing for me, I was like, you know, I want to do this, but I feel like everyone's doing this. Or, you know, this is kind of like a thing, like everyone. And it's like, there is there are so many options out there with anything that you want to do. And... You have to understand that you are going to make whatever you're doing special. You are going to make it stand out from everything else that's like yours. Um, You are what's going to make it different. So um, I say don't let that be a reason or an excuse. If you, I don't know who needed to hear that, but if that is something that you've been telling yourself with like, 
There's so many of these out there. You know, it's, there are, but there's only going to be one that involves you. So keep that in mind. Stay, stay motivated, stay thriving. I know it is hard, especially when sometimes you want to just say, oh, okay, I guess I'll go conform to whatever, you know, the normal is around you, but stay in your lane and, and, and do your thing and, and see that it will take time, but eventually you will get to a place where you are extremely happy with where you are in life. Things may not be perfect and it may not be exactly where you want it to be, but you will be a step closer. So stay positive. Until next week, I am Kirby Lynn signing off.